0: When was the last time if we can remember when we were, as we heard in the gospel, idle all day?" That sounds so unlike how we live in our society. Typically, the first thing we say when someone asks, "How are you?" is good, busy, so busy?" And in many cases, it is actually true. We are very busy, running all day, one thing after the other, without time to actually think about who we are, or what we're doing, or why. Busyness has become not only a normal thing, but in some way an ideal thing. It is a sort of modern virtue. If you're not busy, it might be that you're not producing what you should be producing. It's a sort of meritorious state. We feel guilty when we are not busy, we feel strange. And too many, instead of working to live, end up just living to work. Now, interestingly, St. Thomas Aquinas connects busyness with sloth. Because often when we're doing too many things, we end up being lazy because we don't do that which we should be doing. So in in today's gospel we hear that question why are you idle? all day, we should not right away think, well, that's not for me because I am doing a lot of things. We should be open and we should listen to the Lord saying also, you too, go into my vineyard. A vineyard is not just a place for ornamentation, but as we know, it is a place for work, but not any kind of work. It has to be an ordered work. There has to be a logic to the way in which you work in a vineyard if you expect to have good fruit. So the main call today is not either to do many more things or to stop working, but rather to try to be open to what the Lord wants us to do. So he says, go into my vineyard. Not just your vineyard with your good plants or someone else's vineyard but his danger. And when we start thinking about this and we might think, but no, I, I am actually busy and I'm actually busy doing a lot of good things, even things for the Lord within the church. We might still pause and try to be open because the Lord reminded us in the first reading that his thoughts are not our thoughts. And how does the Lord think about these things, about doing or not doing, being busy or doing what which we should do? Well, we go to the Gospels and we, have, we find many examples of how God thinks and like how we think. So consider the Good Samaritan. The priest and the scribe and those who did not help the man who was suffering were probably in a hurry, were probably busy. But being busy does not mean that you can ignore one who is suffering. Or think about Matthew 25. Whatever you did not do for these, then you didn't do for me. Or those other terrible words, when the Lord, in the final judgment, tells some people, depart from me, I do not know you. And it's shocking, because these people respond in that parable of Lord. Didn't we preach in your name? They were doing good things. But then he answered, I never knew you. Depart from me. Doing many things in life, even many good things for the Lord, even preaching his name, does not necessarily mean that we are close to him, that we are doing his will. So again, he says, you too, go into my vineyard. And there are two main ways in which we can understand this image of the vineyard. The first one is that the vineyard is an image of our soul. We gain nothing if we conquer the whole world but lose our soul. We gain nothing by doing a lot of good things even for Christ if we don't have a soul that is ordered and reconciled. And then second, the vineyard is an image of the church and there is plenty of good work to do there. And here we need to think in a very concrete way about our portion of a vineyard. The great vineyard is a church of Christ, a Catholic church, but in our parish is our portion of that vineyard. And there are many things that our Lord invites us to do and we all need to discern personally, but there are two that we believe are particularly important for us in these times. The first one is the importance of finding a group of people, of friends that can be support, not just so that we can do fun things, but so that we can walk towards holiness. And that's why we think promoting being part of a small group, some of us are in a small group, some aren't. But it is such a beautiful and necessary thing, again, if we want to grow in holiness. So if you're still thinking about that, I encourage you to explore the different possibilities that we have. And then second, evangelization. And this is a tough one, even for us, who are busy doing great things, and who Many times think, I've already done my part, or I did my part at home, or at work, or I work for the church. But the Lord is inviting us all to be his witnesses. And don't we all know, at least one person who's still not close to Christ, who has not heard the proclamation of his gospel of love? For this, as you know, in just less than two weeks, we have our most important outreach event, this youthful event that we call Octoberfest. And it's such a great opportunity and it has been for a number of years and it has to be this year as well. A great occasion to bring someone who's far from Christ, to have a time of fellowship, of real community, of joyful witness. So have we, simple question, have we already made that invitation Hopefully the answer is yes, but if the answer is no, then we need to do that today. There is no reason to delay. The Lord, in His mercy and in His mysterious plan, chose to need our help. He chose to need our cooperation. If we don't make that invitation, maybe that person will never know of Christ. And we have that responsibility. If we say no, because we're too busy, then we will lose our reward. But it is actually very moving, very beautiful to realize again, that the Lord counts on us, that he trusts in us. So may we, as Saint Paul said today, then conduct ourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel. The Lord will reward us with what is just, and then in that final day, Will not hear those terrible words. Depart from me, you lazy servant, but rather, come. You blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you.